Dawn and Steve in the morning. It's Friday and there is a miracle in the studio. Big miracle. Dawn's in blue, not in pink. What on earth is going on? We'll find out in just a second. They're back after their brief jaunt to Tuscaloosa and up in a few moments, the Devo. Reminder, you can get that by texting 800-555-7898. And two hours from now, Dr. Kathy Cook will be with us from Celebrate Kids. So get those questions in for her to that same number, 800-555-7898. Yeah. Not in pink, and it's a Friday. It's Friday. What is going on with this today? It is game day. That is, I, I got there. That was not my original reason I thought that you were wearing blue. Why did but you I think did I was get wearing there. What, what was well, your thought? Today is National Dress in Blue Day. Oh. I thought <laughs> I, you, I got it right. the keeper of all things national calendar, <laughs> That's had looked at it and said, I'm going to mess with the boys. By not wearing pink, and I'm going to celebrate National Dress in Blue Day. That is hilarious. And then I saw the the blue shirt that you're wearing, and read what's on it, and went. And there's our second reason. And there's the second reason. Our so our daughter is a senior in high school. The boys' basketball team that she manages is going to state tournament today, and that is going to be a little bit later in Cookville, Tennessee. So I am game day ready. I'm dressed You're ready in my to school cheer colors. Your, your school on. Yes, yes. And so <laughs> I told Ben this morning, I said, I'm going to the studio dressed in blue to blow Briggs's mind. And, and it, it worked. worked. Yep. <laughs> it's, it's so worked. I love that by default, though, that I managed to celebrate a national calendar day and didn't do it intentionally. You didn't even know? So, so funny. Wow. Because I do, I love, you guys know, like I will check that calendar every day. It is so much fun to me. And there are some serious things on that calendar that I don't usually acknowledge because I'm looking for the celebrations. I mean, we've got so many things in the world that are discouraging that I look for the ones that are a little bit uplifting. But there are some serious things like awareness days and those are all have their place. I never want to detract from those. But if you uh, listen to the show at all, you know that I'm going to be looking for the reason to celebrate. And this is one of those days. That's Stay right. Stay turny bound, baby. Stay turny. And uh, here, if you're wondering, why is it National Dress and Blue Day? Yes. What's the deal with that? Yes. Um, for everybody else who is wondering. Yeah. But, but not you. It, <laughs> it not is me. because March encourages everybody to learn about the causes of colon cancer. Just like the pink ribbon mm. has come to represent breast cancer. They're saying the color blue is for the representation of colon cancer. And so on the first day of March, that's the uh, we want to bring awareness to the, the colon cancer. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's good. I did my part in February. <laughs> I already got that checked off the list. Yeah. But I have that in my history, my family history. So uh, we started those tests, those horrible tests uh, early on. Matter of fact, I was like 35 when I went in for my first colonoscopy and the nurse oh, goes, wow. why? Are you here? You're way too young for that. That's exactly what she said. And I said, uh, they said I needed Look to be here. Look at my medical history. Yeah, yeah. mama. Yep. <laughs> and she goes, oh, okay. So doing my part to make sure. And even wearing blue today. I know in January you wear blue for sex trafficking awareness. Sure. And bringing a spotlight to that so that folks will kind of keep that on their mind. And so there is a day in January for that. Now we know we can do that in March. March 1st. What about it? March 1st. Yeah. Can Here you we believe are. it? Another month. In like a lion, out like a lamb. Well, in it was like raining lamb, this morning. Now, not crazy heavy. So I'm hoping that is heavy enough that we can say it's in like a lion. 
I'm going and the rest for of the it. month is going to be really nice. I'm going for that right there. And depends on where you are. But as I looked at the radar this morning, there's a whole it's big like rain part all of the day country. here where we are. <laughs> there's snow and ice up kind of the north, northwest. And then there's all this rain covering a big swath of the United States today. What about in Alabama? Maybe we should go back to Alabama. Okay. Let's go. <laughs> go. I loved Tuscaloosa. How yeah. hospitable. Thank you so much. Yeah. Those who came out to say hi yesterday, thank you for doing that. It mm-hmm. was nice to meet you guys. Beautiful, yeah. beautiful area. And uh, yeah, not a bad little drive. Your roads, for the most part, were better in Tennessee. Yeah. I was grateful for that. <laughs> and the word is better for all of us yes. as we get to Matthew 13 this morning. And Steve, again, going to meddling, but also just an awareness of how we can take the next step truly in our walk with Christ. All right. So as you said, Matthew 13 and verse 16, it says, But blessed are your eyes, for they see. And your ears for they hear. You know, when you become a Christian, God gave you spiritual sight and hearing so that you could begin experiencing his presence and his activity all around you. The Holy Spirit helps you to develop these spiritual senses as you walk with him. And spiritual sensitivity to God is a gift that must be accepted and exercised. Scripture indicates that those who are spiritually dead cannot see or understand spiritual things. Without spiritual eyes, you can be right in the middle of a mighty act of God, and you might not even recognize it. There is a radical difference between seeing your surroundings from a human perspective and seeing through spiritual eyes. Non-Christians will look at the world events around them, they'll become confused. But you'll look at the same events, you recognize the activity of God, and then adjust your life to Him. When you meet a person who's seeking God, You'll recognize, oh man, that's a convicting work of the Holy Spirit. And then adjust your life to God's activity. Someone without spiritual perception, they'll encounter that same person. They'll not grasp what's going on. They won't see the eternal significance of what's happening in that person's life. Other people will hear new philosophies and trends in society, and they're not going to know how to discern truth. But you're going to hear that, and then you're going to hear God's voice over the din of the world's voices, and you'll keep your bearings in the midst of the confusing circumstances. You know, sin dulls your senses, and ultimately it leaves you spiritually blind and spiritually deaf. So don't be content with merely seeing with physical eyes and hearing with natural ears and not sensing what God is doing. Ask God, through the power of the Holy Spirit, to sensitize you to His activity all around you. If you want a copy of this morning's devotional, we'd love to get that to you. Simply text the word DEVO, that's D-E-V-O. Text that to 800-555-7898. Again, the keyword is DEVO. Or you'll find this linked on our Facebook page, Don and Steve in the Morning. I walked in last night to the house. My son was over, uh-huh. and I thought he was just coming in to tell us uh, updates about. He, I guess he'd been there for a little bit. He talked to Ben, my uh, his daddy. And um, I was like, okay, cool. I'm so glad I get to see you. And he said, mom. And he told me this story about how he was late to counseling today. It was a big misunderstanding. He said, but it was the most impactful counseling I've had in the year and a half that I've been talking to his counselor who happens to be a godly man. And, you know, um, and I said, oh, he goes, mom, today I surrendered my life to Christ. What? So 
I said, okay. And he, he was like, well, I, I mean, I was pretty excited about that. Uh, he yeah. said, he said, when I was not seven, I think, I'm, I'm trying to remember what he said. I was like, so processing things. He said, when I was nine, I understood the gospel and I thought, I really want that. And I, I, I can understand that my brain could compute it. Yeah. And so he said, I think I accepted part of it and then, but it never got to my heart. It got to, it was a head knowledge for me. Yeah. And then when I was 11, I thought more about it and I still though now in hindsight, know it was a head knowledge. He said, but I can also see the Holy Spirit working in my life, whether it was externally or internally. He said, I'm not a hundred percent sure, but this is what I do know. I today surrendered and made sure that I had repented of my sin and I turned to Christ and he is now Lord of my life. Wow. Man, I got goosebumps. Uh, I just like No. I know. Uh, yeah. I thought he was coming to tell us about a job because he's been interviewing, trying to find a job. And he just said, I wanted to be absolutely sure that I was following Jesus and had him in my heart and not just my brain. And he's 23. Yeah. And just to see, he... He was recounting how, you know, he's he's been hanging out with this college and young adult group at, at church. And he said, I found my people and they've been discipling him. And some others have been speaking truth into his life. And he's been taking the time to work through scripture. He's been studying the word and journaling and all these things. The Lord brought him to a place where he wanted to make sure that it was beyond just a head knowledge. That's awesome. His yeah. countenance, Steve, I cannot even tell you. This, is, I always call him a kid because he's my kid. This young man has always carried some massive stress in him. And he was just so, God had just taken that out of his body. And he his eyes were clear from worry. Yeah. His, his demeanor, I was just like, Oh, Lord Jesus. I hugged him and just kept saying, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. So that's what I came home from when I walked wow. in the house. From Dustin yeah. Wilson. I told you it was get up out of that grave. It was grave. a banner day. It was a banner day. Wow. Amazing. Oh. Celebrating this morning. It's why she's wearing blue. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it is Micah's. Actually, Micah's favorite color is purple. Okay. So if I was going to celebrate his favorite color, I would be in the royal color today. Yes. But instead, I'm in what I would call kind of a variation because purple and blue, they can be closely related. Yeah. And I I love the fact that he was able to articulate the fact that I knew of God. Yes. But now he is Lord of my life. I've surrendered to him. And there's a big difference between having some head knowledge and that life change that comes when we have surrendered to Christ. And maybe you've been listening to Moody Radio for a little while and you're like, man, I, I resonate with your son. Don't yes. I? I, I get it. I like, I feel like I'm where he has been, you know, where I'm curious, I'm listening, I'm learning. I know stuff about God. I, I know what the Bible says about him, but that whole thing of peace with him, surrender to him, knowing my security is secure in him and that, well, Am I? Am I not? Will I? Will I not? All of those doubts and questions can be answered definitively when we know that we've surrendered or in a relationship with Christ. And so maybe you're listening today and you're like, yeah, I'm kind of like Michael was two days ago, three days ago, 10 days ago. But I'd like to know. I'm to that point where God has just been pulling me and tugging on me. 
and I, I'm ready to surrender today. I want to encourage you to go check out our website. It is mymoodyradio.org. The top right-hand corner, there's a link there that says How to Know Christ. Click on that. There's more information, videos uh, from our president at Moody Bible Institute, Dr. Mark Job, on there. So check that out, mymoodyradio.org, top right-hand corner, and click on that link, How to Know Christ. If God's nudging, if he's pulling you, like our this devotional this morning was talking about, he's at work. Respond to him today. She brings the sparkle. He brings the chill. It's Dawn and Steve in the morning on Moody Radio. Yeah, you're we, just giddy over there, and we I can't stop get celebrating it. in here. Like uh, between Briggs and you, and we're talking about what happened in my son's life. My my Micah is 23, and he's been raised in a home that kept the scriptures and Jesus in front of him. And he even went to a Christian school where they preach the gospel. I mean, he will tell you in third grade that we are so grateful for JoJo Mackin. She presents the gospel to the kids all the time, and he said, "Mom." Uh, I knew that that made sense to me. And intellectually, I really did believe that I accepted Christ. And he said, maybe, you know, I did. But here's what I realized. I had not surrendered my life to him. And so yesterday, as he was working through some things with his counselor, who's a believer, he just said, I worked through the ABCs. You know what that is, Mom? You know yeah. what the ABCs are? And I, yes, sir. I do remember. He said, I... But for those don't, yeah, who don't know this morning, what are they? I acknowledged that Jesus is Lord and, and realizing that he's the one that paid the penalty for my sin. And he said, I believe. And he said, I just kept saying, I believe. I believe. Because he wanted to... to re- tell himself that it was transferring into his heart. This was a life change and confess, confessing his sin and knowing that Jesus had forgiven him. And this is, I did not look up ABC this morning, so I'm going based on what I remember the ABCs are. Did I miss something in there? Do you remember? Uh, Well, I, uh, from what I remember, you know, admit that you are a sinner, believe that Jesus is Lord and confess him with your mouth that he is who he says he is. He's done what he said. So, do, so yeah, and, and he, Micah knows that. Like yeah. Ben even used that at one point. He had a clown ministry, and he would use that ABC to teach the kids. And and but for Micah at this age, and so many challenges and trials, you know how we are, right? As sinful people, like some of it's at our own hands, some of it at the hand of others, and. Uh, just to see him finally say, I surrender. And we've been talking about that with him of late. He would be asking questions as we've prayed for him. Why? I wonder why the Lord hasn't done this or shown me this. And we said to him, hey, it just seems like there's something you haven't surrendered to the Lord. We don't know what that is. Only you and the Lord know that. But you also know if you have or have not. And he said, well, the Lord has been talking to me about complete surrender. And that's been several months ago. Then yesterday he said, I just, I just was done. I I knew I had to surrender my whole life. And so he did. He said it went from head knowledge to heart knowledge. And I thought, how many of us have walked through our lives having head knowledge? Sure. Completely believing, but never surrendering. Yeah. And there's a big uh, difference between those two things. And one of the things that sometimes I, I think we can kind of wrestle with and struggle with is if I know this in my head, why don't I feel this in my heart? Sure. If I, you know, have an understanding of who Jesus is, then why does my life not look different? Why am I still struggling with some of these sins and uh, all of these types of things? I think one of the very first things that I would challenge us to think about and ask about is 
All right, so tell me about the faith that is in your head. Hmm. Because if we truly understand the gospel, if we truly understand that we are sinners separated from God because of our sin, if we truly understand the consequences of that, the wrath of God that we are then under, and the fact that we don't have to suffer that wrath of God because of the gospel, because of Jesus going to the cross, sinless, paying the penalty for sin for those who will turn, confess, repent, and believe in him. Well, man, as we meditate and think about that faith that we say is in our head but hasn't permeated our heart, that's going to permeate our hearts if we really believe that deep down in our in our core. So I would say maybe the very first thing, I, if you're kind of wrestling through some of that this morning, is can you articulate the faith that you say that is in your head? And if you can, think about that for a minute. Think about what that means yeah. for a minute. Allow that to penetrate that heart. Because sometimes when people say, I don't, I don't feel it in my heart, because they don't actually even have it in their head completely. Sure. And that whole surrender piece, because that's what he's asking of us to, yeah. to take that faith that we think we do have in our head and submit it. I, I, I love visuals like submit it under the blood of Jesus Christ that he has shed for us. I was in Galatians this morning and just being reminded by Paul that he took the penalty. He who knew no sin yeah. took the penalty that our sin causes. And, and that's why, you know, without the shedding of blood, there's no remission for sin. And Christ did that for us. What does that mean to your life? Because we're transformed. And that's what I kept watching. I kept watching him last night going, this is a different young man than the last time I saw him. The whole, Not that everything's going to be perfect and he's not going to still. Sure. Like all that. Still he's have still struggles here. and still face temptation yeah. and all that. But it's different now. It's different now. His face, his body, the tension. It, he just. New, new creation. Yeah. Like Second Corinthians says. New creation. And thank you so much for celebrating with us. Megan in Washington State up early this morning. Sis, or have you even been to bed yet? I mean, it's that early. It's Spokane. Joey, you're in Alabama. Sis, thank you. And Sabrina, you're right here in Tennessee. Oh, uh, just really grateful. That's what party is all about, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Celebrating with the angels. Well, exactly. I mean, the scripture talks about the fact that the angels are celebrating whenever one comes home into that relationship with Christ. And so, yeah, celebrating with them, full of gratitude this morning. Start your day in the Bible and with Dawn and Steve in the morning. Call or text 800-555-7898. Yeah, after what we've been talking about this morning, somebody coming to faith in Christ and then it being a family member on top of that. I mean, anything else we talk about today is going to feel like a letdown to me. (laughs) It is true. It just is. It is. I mean, there's nothing better than that. Better. And so, you know, I'm so excited to see the texts that have been coming in and people have called and and that. And so thank you for for doing that. It's really cool to celebrate together. Yes. The good news about Micah, you know, surrendering to Christ. Uh, That is such a, a cool, cool thing. And as you've been listening this morning, maybe you felt a nudge, you felt a tug, you felt like God's been kind of whispering to you for some time, like Mm -hmm. he he was with Micah. Hey, are you going to come to me? Are you going to surrender? And one of the things that over this past year that I've been reminded of is that when we see the 
curiosity of people who want to know about, more about Jesus, when we want to see or when we see people who are asking questions and debating and considering coming to Jesus and things along those lines, that's the Holy Spirit at work. Yes. Because we are born with a, the sin nature in us, and that sin nature and an enemy is going to, in a sense, say, we're not going to, we're not going to seek God on our own, mm-hmm. right? The, the Bible talks about us being dead in our trespasses and sins, and a dead person doesn't seek spiritual life because they're right. dead. We can't. And so maybe you have felt the tug of God on your life. You've been listening to Moody Radio for a little while. Maybe there's been other things that God has been kind of using to get you asking questions, looking at him, wondering about this gospel thing, wondering is Jesus really who he says he is. If that's going on in your life this morning, I just want to encourage you to go with that. Mm -hmm. Keep looking for answers to those questions. Keep looking at the Bible. Talk to people who know Jesus, who, as Micah was saying, I'm a Christ follower now. Talk to people who are Christ followers about what it means to follow him. And even this morning, go check out our website, mymoodyradio.org. There's a link there where you can find out more about knowing Jesus. It's just truly amazing. And not to turn a deaf ear to that move of the Holy Spirit. That's where we start to lose ground because we're ignoring him. And we'll, we'll... there's there's this level of when you ignore somebody long enough it, and, you know, the Lord is he's real. He, yeah. He's going to keep coming to you. He's going to keep working. But you keep ignoring him. You're going to hear him less and you will not understand that story. So you're right. And Steve, when you go to our website, we try to keep some information there just so you can know the scriptures. So you can know how the Lord has been um instructing us in the word and so that is mymoodyradio.org that upper right hand corner how to know Christ as we continue to celebrate someone who has surrendered and saying I still believe